0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 19th, and our reading comes from a Galatians chapter 5. Now remember, in the book of Galatians, Paul is defending the gospel message, the good news about what Jesus has done for us, that we are made right with God because of his sacrifice by grace, through faith, plus nothing. And now that we've trusted in Christ, Paul is urging us don't go back to the law. Listen to what he says. Beginning in verse 1 of chapter 5, he says, "So Christ has truly set us free." Now make sure that you stay free. Don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Remember, the law had become this religious burden. It was overwhelming. They were exhausted, weary, heavy laden. And the truth is it wasn't producing new life in them at all. Jesus came to make a better way. Jesus came to fulfill the law and make his righteousness available to us. And Paul is saying, so don't go back to that because listen, when we trust in Jesus, but then turn back to the law, then we begin slipping into a legalistic performance mentality, this judgmental, impersonal, cold relationship with God. And the truth is, that doesn't produce new life in us, and it's not appealing to a lost world. Jesus came to offer us something much better. When we trust in Christ, we receive His righteousness by faith. And now we're learning to stand in his grace. We're learning to receive and to be healed by his love. We're learning to live in his presence and to follow his voice. We're allowing him to produce his life and character in us. And now the only law we are following is the law of love. Watch what Paul says about that. Verse two, he says, listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you're counting on circumcision to make you righteous, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. I'll say it again. If you're trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. In other words, if we're counting on the law to make us right with God, then we better get it right. But if we're counting on Jesus, he's already fulfilled the law. For us verse 4 for if you're trying to make yourself right with God by keeping the law you've been cut off from Christ you've fallen away from God's grace so rather than resting in grace and experiencing new life and allowing the grace of God to flood your soul with love and joy and peace and gratitude and really captivate your heart so that you want to love God and love other people because of what he's done for you. Instead of all of that, we've fallen out of grace and back in that religious, legalistic, dead, impersonal mentality. And we're trying to avoid that at all costs. That's what Paul's arguing here. Verse 5, but we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised. For when we place our faith in Christ, there's no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. So that's the law. So instead of trying to remember all the, the 600 and some laws and all of the commentary, the midrash and all these traditions, instead of all that, what Paul is saying is we're standing in grace and the law is love. So when you're trying to figure out, in fact, often people will ask, what part of the Old Testament carries over into the New Testament? What part of the Old Testament law are we continuing to obey in the New Testament? What matters? What matters? The best way to answer that question is simply this. In my relationships, in my behavior, even in my thinking, is this an act of love? If the answer is yes, do it. If the answer is no, avoid it. Because the only law we're trying to obey is the law of love. Here's how Jesus said this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and strength and then love your neighbor as yourself. You remember when that attorney asked Jesus what's the greatest commandment? He said, these are the two great commandments, love God and love each other. And then he said, all the law, all the prophets hang on these two laws. So if we will focus on the law of love, then we'll keep every law. We'll live in holiness and our life will be a blessing to everybody around us, which sets us free. So rather than trying to keep track of this tremendous burden of rules and regulations and laws. We're pursuing Jesus, and we're trying to love other people the way Jesus loves us. Now watch, one last thing. Verse 7, you were running so well, who held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he's the one who called you to freedom. This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I'm trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teaching. So let me just say one last thing. We have to be very careful not to allow legalism and an emphasis or focus on the law and regulations in order to perform for God or to earn righteousness or to appear holy. We got to be very careful not to let that slip in because like yeast, It'll spread in our life and our relationships, and we will fall out of grace and find ourselves again under the burden of religion. Jesus came to set us free from religion, to restore our relationship to the Father, to fill us with His Spirit, to heal us by His love as we stand in His grace, and He produces the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And all of that, is summarized by the law of love. Man, we love God because he first loved us. Well, let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for the good news, man. This is You have been so good to us, and the gospel is so beautiful, and I pray that we would rest in it, that we could rest in your grace, by faith, that we could trust your spirit living in us, that we could trust your righteousness that has covered us. God, that you'd continue producing your life, your character, your nature in us. We want to love you, bless you, and follow you. God, we want to pursue the law of love in all of our relationships. God, help us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. God, to love the way you've loved us. God, thank you for your love and faithfulness. Thank you for what you're doing in our life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. I hope that encourages you to remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.